Welcome to DLS Central, everybody. Damon in the building. We're talking NFL. That's right. We're going to discuss week nine and the craziness that was week nine. It's like all the strong teams, well, not all, but most of the strong teams lost um, this week. And so it just, it, it posed a lot of questions. This was a, a week of question marks. It was just really bizarre. I mean, nine, nine is an odd number, and this was an odd week. And so, again, we start out with the Jets and the Colts. I knew the Colts were going to win that game. I mean, it, it turned out to be a shootout. I mean, it's like, yeah, the Colts, you look at the score, and it was 45 to 30 in favor of the Colts. But the Jets... The Jets can fight. Like the Jets can fight a little bit. the The first couple of weeks they look pathetic, but they've been they've been they've they've won a couple of games and they've been in a couple of games where they could have won. So, I guess the the Jets aren't super terrible, but they're still not you know very good team. But they have a little fight in them. They have more fight than I initially thought they would. Um, but yeah, this was a, a wacky game. But uh, the Colts were able to to show what they were made of, and this was a game where they where they really needed to win. Now, the the bummer part was uh, Mike White didn't really get a chance to kind of, I guess, pick up where he left off uh, because he got hurt. But Carson Wentz, he, he showed out, and he needed to show out because especially last week, folks was like, what is going on with Carson Wentz? <laughs> Making terrible plays. Uh, but, yeah, this this game, he kind of he um, showed why – He's still uh, someone that you would, you know, that you would pay uh, to play quarterback. Um, he's not great, but he still shows flashes every now and then. It's like, okay, that was the guy that they were had high hopes for. Uh, so, good game for the Colts, especially at home, and and it keeps them fre- like it keeps them competitive in their division. Now, big surprise for me, and I'm glad to be wrong, was the Browns beating the Bengals. 41 to 16. I mean, this, I was not expecting this, but things didn't, weren't going well from the start for the Bengals. I mean, Denzel Ward has a huge pick six, which was awesome. So great to see. And, and then they just picked up where they left, left off. They just did, um, well, they picked up from that momentum. Just ran the ball down their throat. And then Baker had some bombs. And this is coming off a, a week where, Odell's gone. He's no longer with the team. And now there's some criticisms like, this is your fault, Baker, because you're not good enough. Uh, This is your fault because you couldn't connect with them. You couldn't find a way to make it work. You couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. And I don't think Baker totally silenced his, his critics, but Baker was good. Baker didn't, he didn't, Turned the ball over. He was pretty, you know, pretty consistent. He had two great touchdowns. Baker was did, did what he was supposed to do. I think the star of the show was Nick Chubb. I mean, the man had 137 yards rushing, two touchdowns. They just they they just ran again. They ran the ball down the throat of the Bengals, and that's their game. And and yes, I know. Um, 
I'm not a baker hater, but when you put things in context, the the way the Browns win is by running the ball, um, because they have a they they have a strong running game, um, which is something that they haven't had in a long time. Um, is a really great running game, and so uh, they've got three running backs that they can count on. So. You got Chubb, who's a star. You got Kareem Hunt, who's another star, and you got Dearness. And so Dearness, he can he can make things happen as well. So it's just something where the the Browns their their key to success is uh, ball control, running the ball, uh, making it a grind out, and then you know if, if you're so focused on the run, now it opens up for uh, Baker to make some things happen, and the Browns are gonna score. It's just it's something where I think the um the they're not a pass heavy team. They can pass, but it's not about them passing heavy. And that's what they have to maintain it. And if they can keep their identity, their identity, if they can make sure that they don't try to get outside of that and try to get cute and, and try to make Baker um do more than than is really needed of him. I think that then they'll have great success. I mean, when you look at that Seattle Seahawks team, they had the Legion of Boom. You had Russell Wilson doing Russell Wilson things, but you also had Marshawn Lynch, who you could really do a bulk, like you could really give a bulk of um, like the carries to. And, and it's like their offense was really about ball control, Running Marshawn and then opened it up to where Russell need to make a play. He's got a couple a couple guys that he can throw through throw to and he can make things happen. Their their offensive line has never been great, um, and even in their heyday when they're doing great things, um, you know that's pretty much what it was. And their identity problems happened. They imploded because of what happened in that Super Bowl. Uh, you know, rather than running the ball with Marshawn Lynch into the end zone because you're at the two, you you allow you you try to have Russell Wilson be the hero, and it gets picked. And next thing you know, when you look at the Seahawks now, that defense is is really uh it's subpar from what they used to be, and so. I say that all that I give you a history of the Seahawks to say that the Browns have like they're they're Seahawk esque uh, when the Seahawks are in their prime, um, and they need to continue to stick with their formula. Their formula is running the ball, getting that ball control, playing tough, smash mouth, bone breaking defense. And when you can roll out and then you can you got a couple of deep threats, you got a couple uh, you know, receivers you can pass the ball to, that is how you you beat teams. And that's what the Browns have to continue to 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 stay aware of. Stick with your identity. Don't try to be anything else. And this was a game where the Browns really showed you what their identity is and what they can do when they play to their identity. Uh, This was a best, this was one of the best examples of when they're at the peak of their powers, what they can do to teams. Uh, And to me, this is what's going to take them into the playoffs. 
And it's also going to take them potentially, potentially, depending on how things go to the Super Bowl. Um, they're, they're a team that they can get there. It just, again, it depends on who they play. It depends on, and it depends on how they, how consistent they are as it relates to sticking with who they are. So that's, that's my take on the Browns, but man, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they got the win putting up 41 points. It feels good to see them put up 41 points because when you look at, when they when they when they got the team back after Art Modell sold them, um, and they they got the team back after years of not ha- you know after a couple of years of not having a Cleveland team, you know they they could barely score more than twenty. Sometimes they couldn't score more than fourteen, and so to see them put up forty one, to see them dominate a, a, another team, uh, even if it's the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great. It's refreshing because I I remember just being the the team that was dominated in so many aspects of the game, like in every facet of the game, we were dominated. There was nothing that we did good. It was nothing that we did that looked good. And when you know, and that's why we had those those two those two win those one win those three win, and then then of course the the. Um, the the shutout season where you know we couldn't get a win um that was just that was the last straw and i think from there they slowly started to figure out like hey if we we got to draft a winner because for the history that the browns have they they really need to turn it around and represent hey these these are what the browns are supposed to look like um and so i'm really glad uh, that they're that they're back doing their thing because again I can still remember when, when Adrian Peterson was Adrian Peterson and he was just like stiff arming us and knocking us around like like we were just kids and that that's the kind of thing that's just you when you see your you know your team kind of return like like come back and, and actually be competitive it's it's a joy to watch so I'm I'm proud of my Browns. I want them to keep it up. We we gotta we gotta go to Foxborough, and <laughs> and that's gonna be a a interesting interesting game, um because it could go either way, and we'll we'll get the picks, uh you know in a little bit, but you know that's the type of game where at this juncture of the season it's a toss up because uh, the Patriots are actually doing pretty good. Um, they're, they have the same record as the Browns. And so when you look at, at those teams, uh, I think it'll actually be a pretty balanced matchup. It's going to be a hard one to decide. And so, and the Patriots, they had a pretty good win against the Panthers also. They took care of business, 24-6. Uh, to 6. Uh, Panthers, they just fell off a cliff. I mean, they started out so hot. Now this, they're a team that didn't look like they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, you lost McCaffrey, but even with McCaffrey back, they just they we talking about the Browns finally getting an identity. The the Panthers they they lost theirs. It's like they it looked like they had it for a minute, and then they just lost it. And so, um, in in this game, the Patriots just they they played you know just Patriot ball. I mean they they were really in control the whole game. That second quarter. 
they just they really broke out and then they did some more damage in the third game was over. I mean, yeah, Mac had the one pick. It wasn't that Mac had a had a great game, um, but he didn't do anything to to bring uh, the the Panthers back into this game. Darnold had a terrible game. I mean, through three picks, just just tough, tough all around for the Panthers. And again, but the Patriots, they can do some things. They hang around, you know. They they control time of possession. They they didn't. They don't get as as many penalties. Uh, they don't. They did turn the ball over a couple times, but uh, they they found a way to kind of make up for that. And they're a heavy running team, so they were able to do things. And then they're you know they put Mac in situations where he's not having to. I guess. Uh, you know, overextend himself. That's the best way to put that uh, at this juncture of the game as he is a rookie. And I think Belichick's doing a good job of of uh, putting him in situations where he can manage them. He's taking some hits. Max taking some hits, but he's showing his toughness by, you know, continuing to to get up and, and, and compete. But, yeah, Patriots, Browns, that's, that's going to be a good one. Um, Broncos, Cowboys, this was a huge head scratcher. I mean, Cowboys are riding high. They're at home. Everything's looking good. They're six and one Broncos are like middle of the road, five and four. Again, they're, the, they have the same records as the, as the Browns. And, but I think with the Broncos, you just look at it and it's like, how are you guys five and four? Like, you know, you just like, how are you guys four and four rather? But then they come into, they go into Dallas and they just beat up on the Cowboys. And it's, it was abysmal. And of course, uh, you know, Dak, Dak's like, Hey, yeah, we were healthy. Wasn't nothing wrong. We just didn't have it. And it's like, you can't have lapses <laughs> like that. It's like, yes, your division is pretty locked up. You got that, but you can't like, you can't just, Oh, we just didn't show up today. Like that's not, that's not going to help them down the line. And of course uh, we, we got, the the loss did produce something great because we got uh, uh, Stephen A. Smith on Monday coming in with the cowboy hat and, and with the Southern drawl. That was quite entertaining. Um, but uh, you just look at that and it's like you are you're playing at home. You're the Cowboys. How do you just mail that one in against the Broncos? Uh, Broncos aren't aren't gonna make any serious noise, and so it's just like, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, Cowboys blew that one. Uh, that was a that was a head scratcher. Don't, this one wasn't such a head scratcher. It was actually not really a a game. I don't think anybody, unless you're a Texan fan or, or, or unless you're a hardcore Texan fan or a hardcore Dolphin fan, uh, you know, you watch. And it wasn't really anything eventful. I mean, Dolphins won 17-9. So it's not like there was anything to get excited about. Um, but, of course, the, the good news for the Dolphins is that they won the game that they really needed to. Can't beat the Texans. You know, there's, it's just it says something about your, your team. Um, but, yeah, Texans is – I think there, there's going to be a lot of organizational changes going on for the Texans uh, this, this offseason. Uh, that that Black Monday is really going to be black in Houston. So uh, just just letting y'all know, it's, it's not going to be pretty <laughs> for, uh, in, in Houston 
from an organizational standpoint for this football team. And so, uh, yeah. Now, the Falcons-Saints game, this game was so crazy. Uh, you Just super crazy. I mean, back and forth. Falcons look like they almost want to give the game away, and then you know, then they they figure out a way to 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 pull this game out. Falcons should be ashamed of themselves. I mean, they <laughs> they it's like they just they can't help themselves. They they can't help but allow teams to come back into these games. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, but they they found a way to not blow this one. Um, it's it's a it's a win for them, and it's actually a a, a needed win for them, uh, especially with the division team uh, in the Saints. It kills kind of a little bit of the Saints' momentum. It'll be interesting to see how the Saints uh, respond from this one, um, especially losing to the Falcons. I mean, it's not like Atlanta's a slouch team, but they just they have so many flaws. They're so sloppy, um, but they're competitive. It's just. I think this was one of the first times that they were um well this is one of those those rare opportunities where they were able to actually avoid a loss uh in in a in a game where they they had an advantage and then they just gave it away and let the other team just kind of creep back into this game. So that one that one was wild like that. <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen in that game. Now, the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate hit scratcher game was this Bills-Jags game. I mean, it's it's a definitely a defensive uh, score when you look at 9-6. Nine to, nine to um, but you looked at it, and if you were watching this game, you probably just felt like, well, it's close now, but the Bills are going to figure it out. Like, oh, you know, they're playing a little sloppy, but they're they're not going to lose to the Jags. <laughs> Clear, clearly, they're going to turn it on late. Josh Allen's going to do something to figure this out. They didn't figure it out. Trevor Lawrence got hurt, and they still couldn't figure it out. Josh Allen threw two interceptions. He didn't have a touchdown. I mean... You look at this, I and mean, Jared Allen was the leading rusher with 50 yards. Stephon Diggs, he had 85, but he only had six catches. I mean, and you look at this game, and it's like the Jags, this was about pride for them, and they they ranked, they answered the bell. And so it's a great win for the Jags, um, but it's a terrible, abysmal win for the Bills, and uh, I, I tweeted, I tweeted Bill Simmons. Out. Of course, you probably you know see that or tweeting back. But my my question was, uh, it's about time to ask the question: Are the Bills are the Bills good? I mean, because if you the Jags are a bottom feeder team, they're not going to win much. Um, if anything, they're they're kind of like you know the Texans, just on the other side of the South. Um, but they played with some heart, and you gotta you gotta respect their grind. Um, and they they found a way to get a late field goal in, and, and the Bills couldn't answer. And so, hats off to the Jags. They needed that, especially with the with the controversy uh, that was going on with them, especially with uh, what Urban Meyer did that uh, caused the team to um, to kind of be, I guess, uh, 
looked at it within an even negative light, even more negative light. But for them to to get a win like that against a team like the Bills, that's huge. And now the Bills are looking at five and three with a lot of questions. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the Bills answer those questions going forward in their season. And so especially since this is week nine, usually in November, you really kind of start to get a picture of who you are, what your identity is, and um, kind of like, okay, this is kind of who we are as a team. Now, the Bills have a chance to kind of – Shake things off, get think, get the ship right a little bit. The next couple of games, you got the Jets. Um, yeah, they can beat the Jets. Jets are a little frisky, but I, I think they can beat the Jets. Then they can play the Colts. I think they can they can beat the Colts, even though the Colts will probably make it a game. Then you got a suspect New Orleans team who just lost to the Falcons. Um, you know that's on Thanksgiving, so they've they've got a a stretch where they can kind of regain some form. I think that New England game. On the, in December is going to um, is going to maybe pose a particular issue. Then they got to play Tom <laughs> on December twelfth, and then they play they can they can beat the suspect Carolina team. Then they got to play New England again um, at the day after Christmas. Then they go to Atlanta and play the the unpredictable. You know, Falcons, you just you just don't know who's going to show up on that game. Then they close out the season with the Jets. So they have opportunities to kind of regain their form. It's just a loss like this. That was supposed to be an instant, like, automatic W. But they just couldn't get it done. And so it just – that was the ultimate puzzling head-scratcher uh, this week in terms of football. Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip-hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. Another good game. Uh, was Giants Raiders? I didn't expect the the Giants to actually beat the Raiders. I mean, they Giants have really had a a tough season, you know, injuries and just really not being a great football team. But they took out the Raiders, who again they're just they're kind of in that 
the Raiders have a five and three record, but they they're suspect. They have holes, um, and so to me, the Raiders and the Bills are kind of similar in that in that stance where you just you look at a game like this. This was this should have been a layup, but <laughs> they allowed the Giants to to actually uh, you know get some momentum and and win the game. So that's what was surprising about uh, that one. I mean, I think the Raiders will be okay, but um, that was just a weird loss in New York. Now, the the craziest game, again, Baltimore and Vikings versus the Vikings. The Vikings should have won this game. They they had the Ravens number most of it, and they, they let them come back in. They let Lamar do Lamar things, and... You just you feel bad for the Minnesota fan base because it they they've lost a good chunk of their games this season in this fashion where it's by a field goal, a last second thing and as a as a as a fan that's just demoralizing. Um I I feel really bad for the Minnesota fans cuz I mean the Vikings they they played well. I mean against the Ravens and they really had a pulse on things, but they just, they let them score 14 points in the fourth quarter. And when it went to overtime, I just knew that the, that the Ravens were what were going to win. And there's, it's like, there's really no excuses for Minnesota. They had them, uh, you know, they had them on pace to, to win the game, but they, they just blew it. And, and that's been the story of this Vikings team. They have talent, they have talent. It's not that they don't have guys that can play, um, you know, football, but they just they can't seem to to string a wins, uh, in in you know in regards to this you know these particular scenarios. They just they can't figure out a way to win, and they lose games that they should be winning. It reminds me of uh, like how the Chargers were the past couple of seasons, where it's like they they would be on the losing end of these heartbreakers. <laughs> and so now the Vikings have kind of taken that corner. Chargers, on the other hand, they're five and three. They barely got out of Philadelphia. I mean, Philadelphia gave them all they wanted. And I kind of had a feeling it was going to be a shootout because the Eagles can score. They're tougher than their record says they are. Um, the Eagles are another team, kind of like the Vikings, where uh, they just, they they have players um, but they just can't figure out how to win. And I think they, they might be a couple of pieces away, maybe a couple of years away, you know, once they figure out what their true identity is and, and they uh, develop a game plan on offense and defense. I think they're okay on offense. They need to shore up things defensively. Um, but Eagles, Eagles might be um, growing um, if they continue to put to get solid pieces, I think uh, drafting and and getting some viable free agents is really going to to help them. But they gave the Chargers all that they could handle, but Chargers pulled it out. Now another game that was that was just pulled out was the Chiefs pulling out a win against the Packers. I mean, and when you look at the scores, like okay, yeah, the Chiefs won, but. It's not like they dominated this game. I mean, the Packers were trying to give them 
like give give them opportunities all game and they just they couldn't take them like there were they were out of sync Mahomes missed a lot of passes he he completed 20 of 37 pass attempts he just couldn't get um any consistency but the good news is he didn't have a a turnover now Jordan Love Jordan Love came in there he actually threw a touchdown through an interception um had more yards passing than Mahomes he didn't look he never looked comfortable um, he never looked settled, and it was it was his first career start. But um, it doesn't inspire confidence. I think if you're a Packer fan, when you look at at the kind of like the situation here, because you've got Aaron Rodgers, he's not going to be around probably after this year. Or so you're you're going to have to turn to Jordan Love. You're going to have to count on Jordan Love, and that's not a great proposition uh, seeing what happened in this game. I mean, it really should have been a lot um, like a lot more of a bigger victory for the chiefs, but they're just having so many problems that they can't, they can't take advantage of playing a team that's that's severely compromised like the Packers are. And when you look at this, they, they may not make the playoffs if they can't capitalize on the Packers with without Aaron Rodgers and a and a really green, super green, uh, greener than his jersey, Jordan Love. They're going to be in trouble. Uh, now the Cards beat the Forty ers as they should have. You know they took care of business. Now, Kyler's out, but the Cardinals were in good hands. Um, you know, Colt McCoy took care of business. Uh, Garoppolo tried his best, but he just he couldn't get any any consistency uh, with this team. I think Kittle got off, but outside of that, from a defensive standpoint, Niners really couldn't hang with the Cards and and the Cardinals are eight and one. They really are looking like they're the best team in the league, and they continued that that stretch. Now another surprise: the Titans beat the Rams. Oh, Sunday Night Football. I did not expect this. Uh, I thought that the the Rams would would win this game, especially since Derrick Henry is pretty much gone. I w- I would say for the season, but they picked up Adrian Peterson. Peterson didn't do much of anything at twenty one yards rushing. He did have a touchdown, but he he's he's far from what we remember what Adrian, Adrian Peter what Peterson was he is he's definitely a shell of himself um but Tennessee just from a defensive standpoint just locked the Rams down gave Stafford all kinds of problems and the Rams are another team where it's like they're they're seven and two but they're that's a suspect record um, they because they're they're vulnerable and it's like they get up for the big matchups, but they they lose games that they should win. And then again, in a situation like this, with Titans losing their their best player um, for a significant amount of time, if not the whole season, I think they should might as well just sit them out for the rest of the season. Um, I mean, the Titans might make the playoffs because they're at seven and two, but do you want to risk it? I think that's the thing, uh, depending on how bad that injury is to Derrick Henry. So um, I think they really need to be cautious with that. But to beat the Rams, that says a lot about the Titans. And the Titans are a team where they get up for these big-time games, 
And I think they they get bored if they play a, a weak team, but they got up for the Rams and they proved that they could that they could beat the Rams. And so if they can do that, the Titans are to me are a dark horse to beat anybody. Um, if they were to be in the NFC champ, what well, NFC in the AFC championship, I would not be surprised uh, just because of how they play these games. They have a style that works and they're, they're, they're brutal. They're smash mouth and they're, they're definitely built for uh winter football. And I think that's what you're going to see uh, upcoming. Now Steelers beat the bears. Again, the Steelers, they just they they find a way to hang around. Roethlisberger, he again, he's a shell of himself, but he didn't hurt the team. Didn't throw an interception. He actually only missed nine you know, only had nine incompletes. Um, but they, and they did enough. They did enough to eke out a win in this game. I mean, Jordan Fields uh, played a little better, um, but it was one of those things where the Bears there there was a really controversial penalty with the referee uh where a player was going past him and the referee kind of like stuck his, his his backside out and and made contact with the player and then he threw a flag on him that was not cool at all and the ref should be fine for that but when you look at how the bears lost this game they got down early and so it's like 14 to 3 in the second in and you know, going into halftime, then Steelers get six more points. It looks like the game's over. And then they try to surge back in the, in the fourth quarter, score 21 points, but, and they made it a game, but again, it's just the Steelers. They, they, they found a way like, and that's the thing with, with Pittsburgh that that's why they have my respect. Um, I mean, I'm a Browns fan and, you know, I, I, I hate the way they terrorize us. I'm so mad that we lost to them. Um, but they just I respect them because they just they find a way to hang on and win these weird close games. <laughs> and that five and three is real. So that was week nine. Very will very re- weird week nine. And uh, now we're going to talk about week 10. Gonna take a break, be right back. Hi everybody, Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon vs. Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. All right, so week 10 NFL picks. 
I'm going uh, first game Thursday night. We got Ravens in Miami play the Dolphins. I'm going Ravens on this one. Um, Dolphins aren't really a good football team, so I, I think the Ravens should be able to take take care of business and get to seven and two. Um, they're leading the AOC North, and so I think they're they're the prime competition for everybody in that division. And so that that's who the Browns really need to um, to catch up with, um, and and really match up well against uh, if they really want to do some damage. I'm looking forward to the series of games that they play uh, coming up soon. But as for now, Ravens Dolphins. I'm going Ravens on that one. Falcons Cowboys. This I'm going to tell you. This game is going to go either. It's going to be crazy. Both teams are probably going to make their fan bases really mad <laughs> at times. But I'm going to give the edge to the Cowboys. And why am I going to give the edge to the Cowboys? Because it had to be an anomaly uh, for uh, for the Cowboys to play that bad against Denver, um, especially for it to be a home game too. So I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're 6-2. and two. Now, if they lose to the Falcons, then they're suspect. But I'll give, I, I'm give i going to give the Cowboys a nod. They're still at home. Uh, the Falcons, they barely – they barely beat the Saints, and they, they probably should have lost that that game. But I'm, I'm gonna give the Cowboys that one. But it's gonna be crazy. It is gonna be wild, and it's gonna be fun to hear other people talk about it. Saints against the Titans. This game is gonna be interesting too. Uh, it could go either way. Um, I'm gonna give the edge to the Titans just because they seem to be a little bit more stable than the Saints are. Um, I think the Saints are going to come to play, but I think Tennessee should take this one. Jags, Colts. <laughs> there was a thought that came in my head. It's like, who cares? But <laughs> but it's, it, it, I think the Colts will win this one. I, I don't see anybody, unless you're an Indianapolis fan or a Jacksonville fan, uh, really caring about uh, this this game. I will say that the Colts need to win this game. Because in their division, um, you know, they they do um, want to keep pace, at least with the Titans. So they they really can't afford to lose this game. I mean, there's Jacksonville's not really playing for anything at this point because they're they're not making the playoffs. Um, but if you're the Colts, you this is this is a game that you need to take care of business and win. Um, because they're, I, I still look at them as being in the hunt. Um, so they they need to take care of it. Plus, you're at home, win that game. Browns Patriots. This is going to be a, a pretty good matchup. Um, I would I would say it's semi marquee uh, just because both teams same record. I think they're they're really kind of like in in the same kind of um, just zone in terms of like what they like they know who they are as a team um but it's, it's gonna be a i think a, a pivotal game um because i mean both teams really need to win it patriots need it to to really make up some ground to close the gap with the, with buffalo browns need to win it so they can close the gap with um with with baltimore and um, I guess uh, make up for that that blown loss that they did against against Pittsburgh, which they really shouldn't have lost that game, but they blew that. Um, 
And so it's it's going to go either way. I'm giving the itch to the Browns just because I think they have a, a slightly better team. But Belichick has a superior, I mean, you know, the Patriots have a superior coach. And so that's kind of what balances it out. But I'm going to go with my Browns uh, just because, you know, I, I want my team to, I, I believe in my team. I want, I want to, I, I believe they can beat the Patriots. They have what it takes to beat them um, and, and really uh, put some pressure on Mac Jones. So that that's my pick there. Bills, Jets. I want to say this should be an easy Bills win, but... With the Bills losing to Jacksonville, I don't know. Jets are actually look. Jets are actually a frisky two and six. Like out of all the two and six teams, the Jets I feel like are the most capable of of making the game interesting and potentially pulling out like a like a, a another another win like this. So I, I think the Bills if. if they were they were definitely asleep at the wheel against Jacksonville, but if they let that happen again and drop to five and four, I think the next question would be again. I think the the question that I asked Bill Simmons is actually going to get louder: Are the Bills really good? And so they're going to have to think. We're going to really have to revisit, um, you know, their play and and, and really, really kind of like reevaluate. Uh, their worth and their ability as a team if they lose to the Jets. Plus, it's a division matchup, too, that, if anything, the Jets know that they're not playing for anything serious, but uh, it would do the Jets, uh, like, very well to to slow the momentum of Buffalo. So, But I'm, I'm going Buffalo on that one. Lions-Steelers, going Steelers. They, if Steelers lose to the Lions, if they give the Lions their first win, there's something wrong with the Steelers. <laughs> I'm like, so you can be, so you can, you can win all these little weird games, but you can't beat the Lions. Come on. Uh, so I'm going Pittsburgh. Plus, it's in Philly, it's in uh, Pittsburgh. So Steelers are going to win this one. They they might win it by 15. Um, so that that's my guess there. Lions still looking for their first win. I hate that they're going through this again uh, with staring another winless season in the face, um, but. It's just they don't have any talent, you know, and that and not well, not any talent that's gonna help. They do have talent, every team has talent, but they just don't have, you know, the wherewithal to find a win. And their schedule is not easy. So again, I they might do 0 and seventeen twice. Now Bucks Washington football team. The Bucks will win this game. Bucks are a sloppy team, though, and so if there was a game that they would blow, it probably would be this one. I just Washington sneaky. They they do pick and choose when they want to actually play and be motivated. So I think the Bucks have to have to um, to minimize mistakes, but they should take care of business against Washington. Cardinals Panthers. Now this is going to be interesting. And why is it going to be interesting? Because Cam, uh, Cam is back. They they hired uh, what they got. They signed Cam Newton again. So Cam's a Panther again. Well, he should have never left. Uh, I think that was on the on the Panthers management. Really, um, they, they, he should have never left Carolina. Um, but I'm giving the edge to the Cardinals. Cardinals definitely the best team in the NFL. And the Panthers are kind of free falling here. So I I don't see the Cardinals losing. Uh, this game. 
Chargers, Vikings. This game is going to be wild. It's going to it could go either way. I'm going to go Chargers, but I, I feel like it's going to be another heartbreaking loss for the Vikings because the Vikings are going to play. They're going to score, and Chargers really don't have a, a stellar defense, so it's going to be a shootout. I just think the Chargers are going to win it. Um, I'd be happy the Vikings did win, especially for you know the the way they've lost the past couple games. But I just feel like Chargers are going to win that. Eagles Broncos. I'm going to go Broncos. Broncos are five and four. It's like I, I still look at that record of like how are you guys winning? But I mean they they beat up on the Cowboys, so they got they're doing something right. Teddy Bridgewater is leading this team, and, and they're doing something right. So. Uh, I'm going to go Broncos on this one. Uh, the Eagles are going to give them a game, so I think it's going to be a back-and-forth affair. But I think the Broncos, uh, you know, will probably pull it out. So I'm going to go with the Broncos. It's one of the rare opportunities, well, rare occasions that I'll pick Denver. Uh, Seahawks, Packers. Mm. Uh, it's a tough one. Depends on if Aaron Rodgers is back. If Aaron Rodgers is back, I'm gonna go Packers. If Seahawks, uh, if if they don't have Aaron Rodgers, I'm gonna go Seahawks. And so that's that's really kind of where I'm at with that particular matchup. Chiefs Raiders. I gotta go Raiders, and the reason why I have to go Raiders here is because they have a game plan on how to beat the Chiefs, and they and they've beaten the Chiefs before, and they know how to do it. They just you know they because the Chiefs can't cover, uh, you know their passing attack. So I'm gonna go Raiders here. Um, the Chiefs need to prove me wrong on this one. I just I just think the Raiders know how to play them, and um, the, they they will probably win this game. So and that's Sunday night football on NBC. <laughs> so that yeah, Chiefs Raiders. Um, that's probably that's probably is going to be kind of a bummer of a Sunday night because there's so many there's so much there's so many um, sad storylines for on both sides of the ball. Um, you got Gruden leaving. You got Rugs, you know, potentially being convicted uh, for you know for for manslaughter uh, of a person for driving 156 miles an hour and killing a woman. Um, and injuring somebody, it's just it's, it's crazy. So his career is over, <laughs> and and then I think they lost another pick for you know for just going being wild and crazy, talking about guns and threatening. It's just and then on the Chiefs, it's like what's happened to the Chiefs? They fell off a cliff. You know, it's it's on the field issues versus off the field issues, and it's just there's a lot of headlines on that one. Now Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football, Rams, Niners. I want to say the Rams are supposed to win this game on paper. The Rams are supposed to win this game, but the Rams got beat last week um, in a game that they should have won. And so I can't confidently say, oh, the Rams are going to win this game. I can't. I can't. Um, because, I mean, you you got beat 
by the, I mean, they got beat by the Titans. Granted, both teams are seven, and you know, both teams had winning records, but to to lose Derrick Henry, like to play against a team that doesn't have the best player, Derrick Henry, and they still take care of business against you with a retired, with a with a, a semi-retired Adrian Peterson, who's the shell of of Adrian Peterson, and to lose like that. It's hard to to say the Rams are definitely going to win. I mean, Jimmy G might wake up and say, "Hey, I got this." And so, I'm going to go Rams. I'm not confident in it. Um, and so yeah, we're, we're going to see what happens on that one. That's that's a hard one to call. And the Ram that should be a cakewalk for the Rams at this point. They're se- again, they're 7 and 2, but I just you can't call it because of they they just they look beatable even when on the games that they won they just look beatable and then to to lose to the Titans like that I just I don't know where their heads at. Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble. The dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site. Pick it up, read it to your little ones, teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way. And that's the show for today. Uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe, and listen, and tell a friend. Let them know that uh, you, you're into DLS Central. Uh, that way we can uh, talk sports with more people. So, <laughs> hope you're enjoying things. Thank you for listening. God bless. Peace. Peace.